You are entering an alternate reality of space and time, artificial intelligence, and the unknown in Future Tech. I'm your host, Jason Sherman. Hello, world and universe. In today's episode of Future Tech, I'm going to embark on a journey to explore where AI is headed in the next five years. I know, I know, you guys have been hearing about AI in the news every single day when it comes to its impact on jobs and healthcare, education, and even the arts. ChatGPT has taken the world by storm, but I'm going to discuss both the potential of AI and the challenges of AI in our evolving world. So whether you're an AI enthusiast or a curious listener or someone who's passionate about technology and its role in shaping our future, I'm going to take a comprehensive look at the AI landscape. So first up, let's talk about the singularity. This concept, it's, you know, it's always been a staple of science fiction, but it is rapidly approaching reality. And we're nearing a point where AI could surpass human intelligence by billions of times. This will change the way we think about learning, creativity, problem solving. Think about a new universe. Like we, we live in the actual universe, but this is like the new AI universe where the AI capabilities that are being created are going to surpass what we could potentially even dream of. So how will this shift affect us? That's the trillion dollar question everyone keeps asking me is, what's going to happen? We can get started with how it's going to change our daily lives, right? Our smartphones, I mean, you have an iPhone in your pocket, you have an Android phone, you have a smartphone in your pocket. These are simple communication devices that do have AI powered personal assistance. You know, think about, hey, Siri. Well, that's an AI assistant in, in a way. But in the next five years, we're going to see that become more of a manager almost, like managing our shopping, managing our homes, managing our needs. It'll be able to turn on our car when it's time to go to work. It'll turn on our computer when it's time to work. It'll even write our emails for us. It's going to be something that enhances our daily experience and also offers personalized solutions to everything we do. And when it comes to work, don't think of AI as a replacement to human creativity because we all agree that AI cannot replace human creativity. But what it can do is become a coworker. So you might have these tedious tasks you do all day, entering data into spreadsheets, writing a bunch of emails. Now you can focus on what we do best, right? So I want to I want to innovate. I want to create. I want to strategize. I want to build things. I don't want to work on spreadsheets and and work on documents all day long. So by having an AI do these things and collaborate with me in a way that now enhances my productivity and my creativity, now it's going to be kind of a synergy. It's going to be human intuition and creativity and AI efficiency, and that's going to open up new possibilities in productivity and innovation. But everyone says to me, but Jason, (laughs) what about the ethical considerations? I mean, uh, there's so much... I see in the news about data privacy and, you know, the way that algorithms are biased and how it's going to change and shape the societal impact of AI. I agree 100%. We need to establish strong ethical frameworks that ensures that AI will advance with our moral values and enhance but not compromise our quality of life. Um, There's been people talking about how a lot of uh, large language models were trained on, you know, white male personas and and ideas versus the minority and um, people of color and it's and, and different genders 
you know, were kind of left out. And so the models are not accurate because they're always being portrayed by like white men. Again, I agree. So we need to be able to make sure that we serve humanity positively and responsibly and make sure that we have a delicate balance of the ethical use of AI and how it's used for everyone and not just one type of person. And when it comes to the impact, right? Let's talk about the social impact because now we're talking about people, et cetera, right? AI has a huge potential to make significant contributions to society. I mean, you have to really zoom out for a second and think about the global challenges we're currently facing, right? We are still in the middle of a pandemic. We have been facing climate change issues, you know, all sorts of natural disasters, horrible inequality around the world, war. We're not in a good situation right now. But see, AI could play a key role in solving some of those most pressing issues that are facing humanity. Between environmental conversation to social welfare, the thing about AI is it has this amazing ability to analyze and solve complex problems. And this could be a game changer for us to have a better world. So we really have to embrace it. So yeah, I know I'm talking about AI transforming our daily tasks, but we could also have AI transform us. I'm talking about enhancing human abilities, something I like to call humankind 2.0. And this is not science fiction. This is where we're headed. I mean, I just saw an article where Elon Musk said the Neuralink was successfully implanted in somebody's brain, which means they can control a computer and they're testing it. This is exciting for me. I mean, AI could augment our physical capabilities, but also enhance our mental faculties. So think about people with Alzheimer's and forgetting everything, right? And, and they don't remember who they are or who their friends and family are. AI could be helping them remember all of these things. And it could also help us become stronger. Uh, maybe we can wear a, an AI powered suit that, you know, for people who are in a wheelchair can now can now walk and run again. I mean, there's, the possibilities are endless. And, you know, to me, it's mind bending. I mean, think about the fact that at some point in the future, and we know this is going to happen at some point, AI might allow us to download our consciousness. Okay. This is kind of a form of digital immortality. So imagine living beyond the physical constraints of our bodies, right? And I know it's exciting. It's also scary. But the concept of transferring our consciousness into a digital environment or a digital world opens up incredible possibilities for exploration and existence beyond the traditional boundaries of life as we know it. Because let's face it, we're stuck in a meat bag, <laughs> <laughs> our bones break, our organs fail, eventually we die. But if we can download our consciousness, who knows what can happen next? One of the things that I always tell people about AI and why it's so important, it's because of its unparalleled problem solving. You have to keep in mind, it's like taking the brilliance of historical geniuses throughout history, all of them, every single one of them, and amplifying it by a billion times. Imagine the problems AI could solve if it had that kind of genius intellect between solving medical problems, engineering issues. It's limitless. We're talking about an intelligence revolution unlike anything we've ever seen. So I'm, I'm just ready. I'm ready to see AI tackling climate change, healthcare, and, and a, a lot of other things like solving, you know, finally curing cancer, right? Come on. Like let's, why have we not completely just obliterated cancer at this point? AI can do that. 
you have to also give up a bit of your privacy to do that. So we have to talk about that trade-off, right? The trade-off is that AI will eventually know more about us than we do know about ourselves. So again, I talk about balancing the landscape and balancing the benefits of AI with the preservation of individual privacy and autonomy. I mean, you do have to give up a level of privacy. Look, we've been giving up our privacy to platforms like Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, and Google, and and everybody else out there have been using our data and selling it. This is a chance where we get to own our identity in a sense. By sharing our information, our identity, our personality, our knowledge with AI and using it as a personal companion, assistant, manager, helper, whatever you want to call it, it's essentially almost a digital version of yourself, but a more powerful and smarter one. So, you know, governments are going to be regulating it, right? Businesses and individuals need to navigate these regulations. This is going to add layers of complexity to AI. We've already seen it happening with OpenAI, Sam Altman, and ChatGPT and Microsoft and everybody kind of fighting the news networks and fighting the government, also trying to work with them, not so much fighting, but saying like, we shouldn't have to pay for all this copyrighted material. But look, there's going to be a ton of legal debates. There's going to be lawsuits. We're going to see this happen nonstop and we can't stop that, right? So we got to just work with the governments and the corporations and say, let's just figure out the regulations and move on. Another thing that I like about AI, and I personally have been using this for the better part of a year now since ChatGPT came out in in November of 2022. So now this episode is airing in January 2024. So I'm a year and almost a half into using ChatGPT. And one of the things that I've been doing with it is learning, right? I mean, I've taught my AI personas, you can call them, or GPTs, how to become better educators, how to teach me languages, how to teach me about any topic. And This can help any student learn, you know, using their style, their pace to make education more effective and enjoyable. So it's not just about automation. It's more about personalization. That's my my, my takeaway here for you guys is AI is all about personalization. I've been building this startup, Vengo AI, for the past few months, and it's all about personalization, right? It's all about customizing your own AI persona putting your knowledge into it, building an AI persona that has a skill or is really knowledgeable in a certain subject, and then catering to your needs, chatting with you, talking to you, and helping you go through your days. And that's kind of why I've been building something so similar because that's the future, right? The future is all about customization and personalization in AI. I mean, we know it's going to be groundbreaking in healthcare. We know that it's going to be helping with these groundbreaking advancements, you know, predictive diagnostics, you know, personalized treatments. I mean, imagine if you could download your entire medical history into your AI doctor and it can give you a health and wellness regimen and it can tell you how you can treat your illnesses better and how you can prevent illnesses better because it it knows you so well. So one of the last things I want to cover, and this is the most controversial by far, is AI in the creative world. Because for the creatives out there, AI is set to become a very powerful muse. But artists, musicians, writers, they are really upset about AI. They're not, they're not happy with it because AI is threatening their livelihoods. What took them decades to learn how to you know, hone their craft, AI is able to do in seconds. I mean, last year I 
produced a song called Spin, Spin, Spinner for my video friendship app, Spinner. Sure, it was produced in my music studio by me from scratch, and it, I did not use AI for it. But what I did use AI for was something that would normally take me weeks, if not months, to make a music video. I took the essence of the lyrics and the essence of my app and the feelings you get from friendship and community and hobbies and being lonely. And I put it all into Midjourney, which is an AI image generator. And I was able to harness the power of AI by creating hundreds of images to really tell the story of my song. From there, I was able to take those images, put them into another AI tool called Runway ML Gen 2, and I started making all these videos, short four or five second videos that animated these images. Suddenly, I had a music video, and it, and it actually came out really, really, really well. So, I mean, look, you can write a book using AI. You can write song lyrics with AI. You can make images and videos with AI. You know, you can do anything with AI. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to write a book using AI because then that's not really me. It's my idea, and I can tweak it, and I can make it you know, be more like me, but I didn't really write it, right? So I don't know if I'm going to feel comfortable doing something like that, and that's where people are kind of upset. We have to adapt. We have to embrace the future. People were afraid of electricity and lights because they were putting candles out of business. You know, then there were, you know, fax machines and 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 mail and everything was being threatened by the internet and and email was now taking over mail and but you know, we we embraced inter- the internet. We embraced smartphones. We embraced space craft to take us to different planets. We've embraced planes and and all these new technologies that have come out over time. We've embraced them, right? So you have to uh, adapt to these technologies, especially AI, you know, see how you can find the harmony between AI efficiency and human creativity. I think the future is going to belong to those who can navigate this landscape and harness the power of AI. I know that I'm doing that and I'm reaching new heights that I've never been able to reach before. So the next five years is going to be exciting, but it's also going to have a lot of responsibility for people to, you know, take part of. So it's going to enhance our lives, transform our work, and it's going to definitely reshape our world. So hopefully you enjoyed exploring AI with me. I'd love to hear what you think is going to happen over the next five years with AI. Please leave a comment and let me know, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Hope you enjoyed the episode. If you learned something today, please support this podcast by subscribing to it, sharing it with your friends, and leaving a five-star review. You can learn more about me at jasonsherman.org where you'll find information about my book, also called Strap on Your Boots, available on Amazon, as well as my course called Startup Essentials on Udemy or Skillshare. I'll see you in next week's episode.